Don't Miss a Beat is a podcast series brought to you by the law firm of Saul Ewing, Arnstein & Lear that covers views from diverse constituencies within the food, beverage, and agribusiness, also known as FBA, sector. Hosted by Jonathan Havens and Kermit Nash, co-chairs of the firm's FBA group, episode guests offer various perspectives on a variety of legal, policy, and industry developments, day-to-day FBA issues, best practices, and the road ahead. Thank you so much for joining us on our Food, Beverage, and Agribusiness podcast series, Don't Miss a Beat. My name is Jonathan Havens, and I am the co-chair of Saul Ewing, Arnstein, and Lear's Food, Beverage, and Agribusiness practice, as well as the firm's cannabis law practice, and I'm based in our Baltimore and Washington, D.C. offices. Today, I'm thrilled to be joined by Chris Hetherington, who is founder, chairman, and CEO of Peels. Peels is a very interesting and innovative CBD company in that the CBD in the company's products comes not from hemp, but rather from orange peels. Chris, thank you so much for joining us in today's episode. I've really enjoyed getting to know you. Your story is an interesting one, and I've also enjoyed learning more about peels. Can you share with our listeners a bit about your background and discussing what drew you to peels in the first place? Yeah. Hey, Jonathan. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. My background, I grew up in Connecticut. I went to Yale for undergrad, ended up playing in the NFL for 11 years, and then worked for a hedge fund for 11 years, and then got involved in Peels about two years ago. You know, Towards the end of my career at the hedge fund, I was more focused on the private equity venture capital side of our business. I had a couple of CEO roles of companies we invested in, and one of which was a big health and wellness company out of Denver, Colorado called Resilience Code. And uh, look, I've always been obsessed with optimizing my health and performance in the most safe, natural ways. And obviously playing tackle football for 26 years and 11 in the NFL, I for sure have my fair share of pain, inflammation and sleep issues. And so I was very intrigued by the cannabis space and the CBD space. I'm not a cannabis guy. So more intrigued by the CBD space and uh, helped a couple groups raise money. I studied the space for about a year and, you know, probably tried 50 different brands and their products and knew there needed to be something different. There needed to be some kind of innovation to make CBD accessible to more people. You know, 60% of the workforce has some kind of drug screening, can't take CBD. There's a large percent of the population that has a negative sentiment of THC or even hemp, or even there's a large part of the population, I assume, that doesn't know the difference between you know, marijuana, hemp, cannabis, CBD, et cetera. So I serendipitously met some young founders that had this idea and more specifically had a relationship with a biotech firm called Pureform Global. And Pureform Global has this proprietary technology where they're deriving cannabinoids not from hemp or cannabis. And so their process is called cyclic terpene assembly and really amazing technology, amazing innovation. And so I became the CEO of Peels about two years ago, and we've been you know, added roughly two years. We officially came to market in August of 2021. And we've had a lot of great press coverage on the back of that. And really, like I said, Jonathan, our mission is to make CBD accessible to more people. You know, I'm sure you know, there's a lot of amazing holistic benefits, but due to it being an unregulated space, there's a lot of risk with hemp and cannabis derived CBD you know, using class one or two solvents, you know, pesticides and toxins present. And so we're going the opposite route. We're providing a molecule that is 
molecularly identical to hemp or cannabis derived CBD, but none of the junk, if you will, right? And more importantly, we consider ourselves the safe, natural, pure, consistent alternative to people's wellness solutions. That's great. Yeah. And so look, I think a lot of our listeners probably understand this, but just to level set, sure. the term, the letter CBD, mm-hmm. right? Obviously stands for, I shouldn't say obviously stands for cannabidiol, right? That seems to suggest hemp or cannabis. You talked about why orange peels versus hemp or cannabis, but what's the learning curve for your customers? How do you educate them on the difference between your product and other CBD products on the market. You know, when you call yourself CBD, consumers might rightly or wrongly expect something. And so how do you go about educating them? Well, what is that learning curve for them? Yeah, look, there's a lot of consumer education that is involved in this. And like I said, our mission is to make the amazing holistic benefits of CBD accessible to more people, right? Including those who historically haven't felt like CBD was or could be for them by you know, for us creating a product that addresses the core issues of purity, safety, and consistency, and and as well sustainability, right? So Jonathan, we sought out the purest form of the molecule with superior consistency and scale, and ironically found it, or a biotech partner found it in the terpenes of orange peels. And for us, using oranges, not hemp or cannabis, allows us to guarantee that no THC is ever present, as well as no toxic impurities or solvents that are common to cannabis-derived CBD. Those are among our top priorities. We chose orange peels for two reasons. Their ability to deliver an identical restructure of the CBD molecule and their positive environmental impact. Because terpenes found in orange peels are common biosynthetic building blocks through a proprietary process, we're able to create pure bioidentical CBD. So, you know, there's a lot of consumer education. We are very committed to leading the space in consumer education. And there's a lot that goes into that. Traditional marketing is tough in the CBD space. Advertising is tough. And so it's important for us to bring on partners that have significant experience in CBD and have solved the pain points of marketing and advertising. So that's agencies, digital, SEO, social, et cetera. So there's a lot of consumer education. We plan on partnering with the best partners, using influencer marketing by getting authentic influencers that have the same core brand values as us and that actually use our product and can speak positively about the benefits of our product. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You and I have talked about the next theme that I want to hit on, but for the benefit of our listeners, beyond consumer education, I think one of the biggest challenges in the CBD space, and it's a space I spend at least some time in every day, are the regulatory challenges. You mentioned kind of the grayness of the regulatory picture. I think as our listeners know, CBD kind of enjoys this tortured status. Some states have different laws and rules. Others say nothing at all. Then, you know, we know what the FDA has said with regard to at least ingestible CBD products. Can you talk a little bit about how you go about facing the regulatory challenges? On the one hand, you're not cannabis-derived CBD. On the other hand, when regulators, uneducated regulators, see CBD, whether you're cannabis or not, they might jump to conclusions about your product. Talk to us a little bit about how you've 
face those regulatory hurdles? Yeah, it's a challenge, to be honest with you. And when we first started the brand, we were like, no association with hemp or cannabis whatsoever. Obviously, we're still CBD because we're molecularly identical, but we were assuming we wouldn't have the same regulatory restrictions, banking restrictions, marketing and advertising restrictions. And at the end of the day, that is, that's not the case, but we're confident that with time and the right partners and lobbyists, et cetera, that we can get over the goal line to really separate ourselves from the rest of the space. And you do that through purity and consistency and having third-party accredited labs produce COAs. There's a lot of ways you can do it and just go about your business in a professional way day in and day out and try to make some headway. You know, you can't control the regulators, but you can, like I said, get lobbyists and the right people in your corner to support you to try to move the needle a little bit. So that's really what we're focused on. And then our product quality and our transparency is extremely important to us. We only use the best ingredients in our products and we built the brand to stand out in retail. We have this very amazing packaging and this unique orange Pantone. And then our products stand out as well from, like I said, a purity and consistency and quality standpoint. And ultimately we want to be the trusted brand in the market and we want our products to sit next to your vitamin shelf there and really make this a part of people's daily routine, their daily wellness routine. So look, it's a challenge, but we're up to the challenge. We're, like I said earlier, always trying to align with the best partners to help us. We're always trying to build brand awareness. And then we're really committed to consumer education through blogs, through getting press and media and, and really shining light on our uniqueness, not only from a technology standpoint, but also the quality and consistency and safety of our products. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think we talk about consumer education. I think it's also regulator education, right? It's, yes. I think when regulators regulators, I think, and it's not their fault. These are new products and product development and technology have outpaced regulation and law. And that's, look, that's really always been the case. Uh, and so I think once regulators understand what your product is and what it's not, it could be a different situation. But when you're dealing with and folks that you might not have gotten the opportunity to get out in front of and educate, it can lead to challenges. So as you said, it is a challenge, but hopefully with education, both of the market and of the regulators, you can overcome those. Yeah, look, we've been able to overcome it by talking to the decision makers, whether that's at the retail level or the banking level, and really getting them educated, one, and two, comfortable that, you know, look, there's no risk here. We're the purest form of the molecule. We don't use any, like I said earlier, class one or two solvents, no pesticides, we were through the clean label project. We were awarded the, the purity award in 2021. We're certified THC free, certified pesticide free. And so you're right. It's just, it's getting people to have an open mind and really listen to our story and how we're different and why these should be accepted. And ultimately this process is very similar to how the best vitamins in the world are made, you know? And so again, it's getting these regulators to be open to listening and understand the benefits versus risks. And from our standpoint, there's no risk. And so I think they're making a lot of headway. We participated in some clinical trials, which 
we were very happy with the results. And so we're committed to keep testing our products, like I said, with third-party accredited labs by participating in clinical trials going forward. And look, our goal is to really elevate the CBD space, not just our brand. We want to help the CBD space in general. And I think we're taking the necessary steps to do that. Great. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your plans for Peels? What do the next couple of years look like? Yeah, look, we have big plans. You know, we have opportunities to enter channels and markets that our competitors cannot because, like I said, we have no association with hemp or cannabis and the purity, the safety, consistency, the sustainability. So our revenue KPI is 10 million in top line revenue in the next 12 months, which we think is very attainable based on the sales opportunities. We plan to be in about 6,000 doors in the next 12 months, including specialty, mass, grocery, natural and convenience. And like I said, we not only have opportunities here domestically, but there's a lot of opportunities internationally. We filed trademarks in a bunch of countries and are in negotiations to formalize agreements to enter those countries. And really, to be honest with you, Jonathan, I mean, data is, will be the driver behind every decision we make, you know, and our priority will always be putting our consumers first by continuously innovating and developing data-driven products to meet their needs, right? And we're paying close attention to the demographic consumers searching for CBD, you know, what issues they're trying to address, and not only what delivery methods they prefer, but we will make science-based decisions regarding what delivery methods are the most bioavailable. And like I said, because our CBD is made from orange peels, you know, we have tremendous opportunity to reach target audiences and potentially enter channels, markets, and retailers. Our competitors cannot. And what that does is it expands the existing CBD market and improves the lives of more people. And so we have big plans. We've got a great team. We have supportive investors and we're in a good spot. I mean, and for all intents and purposes, we've been essentially pre-revenue up to this point. We're about to turn the marketing engine on and really, uh, you know, blow it out here. So we're super excited. And as you know, startups are all about team and capital. And so we're confident we have the right team and supportive investors, and we're excited about the future. Sounds very exciting. So Chris, look, I can't thank you enough for coming on today. I learned a lot. I know our listeners learned a lot. Where can folks find Peel's products and where can they learn more about the products? Yeah, so our website is www.peels.com. We have four products to market right now. We have our oil, we have our night oil, which is essentially our original oil formula plus melatonin. We have our CBD immunity shots. We have gummies and a 10 count and a 30 count. So you can find all of those on our website and then coming soon to retail here in the next couple of weeks. We're very active on social media at Get Peels, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we also have a LinkedIn. So look, we're trying to build a community, trying to improve the lives of as many people as we can. And not only former athletes that are suffering mentally and physically, but, uh, you know, people that are suffering with addiction to prescription meds and stuff. So we're really focused on being a mission-driven business and aligning ourselves with the right partners to really make an impact. Excellent. Well, Chris, thanks so much for your time. Learned a lot. I always do when I talk to you. So appreciate your time. And to our listeners, be sure to join us next time on Don't Miss a Beat. Thanks, Jonathan. 
for listening to this episode of Don't Miss a Beat, brought to you by the law firm of Saul Ewing, Arnstein & Lear. Please be sure to subscribe to hear more podcast episodes related to developments in the food, beverage, and agriculture industry. 